And if your gut's saying, uh-uh, then uh-uh is the right answer. Episode 1071 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, suggestions when running in a new location. Hey, y'all. Oh, real quick before we dive into today's quick tip episode, quick shout out to my man Dave jumping on board the old Patreon train, sending a couple shekels my way each and every month. Dave, much appreciated. And in case you're new around here, or in case you just needed me to tell you one more time, in case you're like, until he mentions Patreon for the 15th time, I'm not going to support him. But once he gets to 15, we're good to go. Maybe you've been keeping track. And up to this point, we're at 14 and counting. Well, now it's 15. Jump on board. Patreon is a way to kind of support what we've got going on here, um, you know, with a buck or two or five or ten, whatever whatever it's worth to you, whatever, whatever you can, you know, comfortably afford to do. And again, you know, feel like you're getting your, your money's worth. That's what we're aiming for. But Patreon is a way to to do that, to kind of help, uh, you know, just put a couple bucks in the in the, the old coffers, the old tip jar scenario. And uh, Dave has just recently jumped on board. And, and, you know, I've mentioned this a few times. I think I mentioned this the last time I talked about it as well. But, you know, you get you get a certain, there's a certain level of warm fuzzies, I think, that you get every month when you get that little email. It's like, hey, you you know, you're... you're um, card has been charged and you're, you're supporting Denny and, and whoever, maybe you're supporting some other folks as well, which is great. Uh, but you know, there's that warm fuzziness that you get every month when, uh, you know, you send your dollar or two my way. Um, but if you want more than that, if you want something a little more tangible than warm fuzzies, although not for nothing, I feel like warm fuzzies are in, you know, we, we can all use a few more warm fuzzies, but in addition to those, something more tangible, some more tangible benefits, if you will, uh, we got the book club, which, not for nothing, shout out to everybody in the book club who cut me some slack this month. We, we skipped the July book club call because, uh, quite frankly, I think I read about 10 pages of the book while packing and getting ready for the move. Uh, so we, we skipped to July. We're just kind of bleeding July into August because, you know, summer's a little bit crazy for everybody anyway. But, uh, you know, many thanks to, to not one person was like, yeah, I kind of really want to do this right now. Everybody was like, hey, take a month. We'll do it at the end of August. No harm, no foul. But we do have the book club that theoretically happens every month. We usually take December off too, because December, end of the year, a little bit crazy with holiday stuff, end of the year stuff. But 10, 11 months a year, we read a book every month, jump on Zoom, talk about it for a while at the end of each month. You also, you know, speaking of books, once we get settled, something I'm going to get back to doing, which I was working on before all this craziness of the move started, uh, was, you know, working on the book a couple few times a week. I mean, you're not making massive progress, but making steady progress, which, you know, whether we're talking book writing, running, learning a language, learning guitar, learning to swim, you know, I don't know, whatever, any, any type of new skill. Yeah, it's nice to make massive progress in big chunks, but you start making that slow, steady progress. You know, that's that's a thing. That's effective. But uh, everybody that's that's a patron gets a chance to have access to the Google file that has all of the very, very rough iterations of the book right now. Not even iterations of the book, iterations of a couple of chapters. And uh, once we get settled and I get back to working on that on a, you know, couple few times a week basis, uh, start making some slow and steady progress. Again, you can see the, the, the new book marathons and metaphors ready for your purchase somewhere in the future. Uh, but you can see it come to fruition month by month, shoot week by week. If you really want to keep up to date on it. Um, there's another little perk of being a patron. We also have an a la carte menu, uh, which I don't talk about that often, but it's there, you know, your, 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 uh, donations every month add up to credits in the bank. 
that then you can use to cash in for free coaching calls, free training plans, uh, some swag when we get the swag going again, you know, various, various bits and bobs, um, maybe a free copy of the book, you know, all those types of things are available, uh, kind of Patreon, patron exclusives. So, you know, as if the warm fuzzies weren't enough and as if me talking about it for four minutes, wasn't enough. Patreon, maybe it is enough and you want to jump on board. Maybe that's the thing. You really are ready to jump on board now. Patreon.com slash Dizruns is the link. And it's all, you know, it's always all under your control. You can change your donation. You can, you can cancel it at any time. Uh, but a dollar two, five, whatever you think it's worth is certainly appreciated. Um, thanks again today for jumping on board recently. And everybody else who is currently on board has been on board, had to jump off for one reason or another. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to just know every month here's, here's a little bit of cash coming in for what I'm, I'm doing and, and quite honestly, recognizing that you don't have to do it right. The podcast is coming out regardless, but you appreciate it enough to throw a couple bucks to, to support it. I'm happy to do a couple extra things to support you as well. And, uh, always room for more, always room for more on the Patreon train. So if you want to jump on board one last time, patreon.com slash Diz runs. There's also a link on the, on the blog post. I believe there's a link in the uh, description as well. Try to make it as easy for you as possible. Appreciate your support. Dave, thanks for jumping on. Glad to have you, my friend. Now, let's dive into today's topic. Now that we're now that we're five minutes into the quick... Maybe that's why these quick tips take so long these days. I do a five-minute ad read, and then, you know, the quick tip itself is only like 15 minutes, maybe even less than that, but that makes the whole entire episode feel like it's a lot longer than the quick tip actually is. Maybe not. Maybe I'm just saying that to make myself feel better. But, you know, kind of like I, I already mentioned in there, uh, you know, kind of offering some excuses for slacking off on some of those those perks for the Patreon supporters. Um, and, and if you've been reading emails, you've been following me on social media, you know, you've been, if you've been paying attention half at all, if you listened to, to last week's Q&A episode, you might have heard that we are in the, the midst of a pretty big life transition Packing up, trying to sell the house in Florida, moving to Georgia, trying to buy a house in Georgia. All, all the the drama, all the the twists and turns, and it's been a roller coaster ride. But uh, we are in Georgia now, and we are in an Airbnb in Augusta. We are looking to move just outside of Augusta, but you know we got to wait for our, our house to be ready and financing to line up. All those all those pain in the tuckus things that are going on in the background right now. But clearly, moving to to another state. Been running, you know, some running some new routes lately. Um, been been pretty good with my with my miles this week. Uh, kind of churning out, you know, running three or four times this week. Looking forward to a long run to really explore. Yesterday, or not yesterday, tomorrow. As you're maybe listening to this on Friday, but you know, looking forward to my long run this weekend. Getting to go straight a little farther from where we're staying. But um, you know, one thing that I've never been shy about saying is that I love. You know, one of the things I love to do running wise when I'm in a new location, when I'm traveling, whether it's, you know, for, for business or pleasure, or in this case for life changes, having a chance to explore some different areas, right? Get out, pound pavement, see a few things, maybe see some cool things, maybe see some just run of the mill, standard, standard fare type of situations. But I love to get out in a new place and go running around. Uh, sometimes, most of the time, setting out without a plan just kind of out the door heading this way at some point we'll, we'll make a turn and then we'll make another turn kind of just bob and weave as the spirit moves me and with a little bit of luck you know in the the right amount of time the right amount of miles i'll kind of you know having a decent sense of direction i'll kind of get back to a place i recognize and get back to where i started from without too much of an issue you know in in 
45 minutes, an hour, two hours, four hours, like whatever the plan is, is for that day. Now I realize that maybe not everybody is quite as cavalier with running in a strange place by themselves, no concerns as I am. And part of that clearly has, you know, has a lot to do with me being a, a, a white dude, you know, like, like I get it. I get it. I get that. That's a thing that said, you know, to her credit, Mrs. Diz has been out and about most mornings this week as well, sightseeing, exploring, uh, getting her miles in, you know, with, with no major plans. So, you know, some folks, Hey, if you're, if you're cool with getting out, going for it, exploring a new area, you know, it doesn't have to be, it's not always that scary. Sometimes it might feel like it, but once you get out there, typically things can go okay. So, you know, if I guess that that's all the preamble. <laughs> Ten minutes in, we're, we're wrapping up the preamble and the and the ad read. Um, but the, you know, if if slash when you next find yourself out and about somewhere new, not sure whether it's it's you know a good place to run. Maybe it's a little bit sketchy. Maybe maybe you've had issues in the past, and you're you know, hey, I get it. All those all those things perfectly valid, perfectly viable. But if you're you know up for the potential of an adventure. Here are a couple of things to maybe keep in mind to not only help keep you safe, but also help you have a good time out there, you know, and, and not stress too much, not worry too much. Maybe not let the people that are waiting for you back at your hotel or your Airbnb or vacation lodge or whatever, maybe to keep them from worrying about you too much as well. So a few things that I've picked up both this week or been reminded of this week but also over the, the years of doing this various times uh, throughout my career, if you will. Tip number one for when running in a new place, don't get lost. Sometimes, easier said than done, I've, I got lost in Savannah, like legit lost. Definitely like I thought I was here and I went that way and things got sketchier instead of more clear. Uh, and it's a turnaround and I don't know where I am. Like it can happen. Right. Even like, I do feel like I have a pretty good sense of direction, especially when I'm out, I'm out running. Like it's, you know, if you turn right, then you turn left, then you turn left again. Like you're probably heading back in the direction that you were headed typically, but sometimes roads get a little twisty turny. You're not able to turn where you think you are. And then, you know, it can happen. It can happen. So, you know, and, and I think maybe if I can put myself in the shoes of literally everyone listening, if I can offer some one size fits all type of advice, or at least generalizations, like that's probably one of the bigger concerns when you're running in a new area, right? Like what happens if I get lost? I don't want to get lost. What happens if I end up in maybe a less than desirable area and I'm lost? All problematic, all problematic, or at least all potentially problematic, certainly unsettling. So in order to, to help prevent that, thankfully in the year of our Lord, 2022, and probably in 2023, 2024, 2020, whatever it is, 2030, whenever you're listening to this, We've got, we've got some options to kind of help you not worry as much about getting lost. Typically technology options, right? Like most of us, if you're listening to this, you probably have access to a cell phone. Probably the majority of you are listening to this on a cell phone, maybe listening to this on your cell phone while you're out running. And so you know where I'm going with this one. Like you get out, you get twisted around. And when I was in Savannah and it was, was definitely turned inside out and no clue where I was. Eventually I gave up trying to figure out my, the error of my ways and where I was pulled out the phone, dialed up the map app and said, Oh, how the hell did I get here? I don't know, but here I am. 
and you know, I can figure out, well, that's, that's the address. That's, that's where we were staying. Oh, here's this thing. Okay. Go, just go this direction. When I run into this landmark turn here, but you know, figure it out. I don't know how long it would have taken me to figure it out if I didn't have my phone with me as a backup, but you know, whatever it's 2022, it's 2023. We've got, we got the phone with us. You know, you can set out to not use your technology to set out, to go run and figure it out. But if you do get a little bit stuck, it's not cheating. It's not cheating to pull the phone out to make sure you know where you are. I actually did that the other day. Not so much because I was worried about myself, but I was running with Bailey and we were, you know, four plus miles in four, four and a half, five miles in. I wasn't exactly sure where I was and you know, she was looking like she was getting a little bit hot and bothered. Uh, not like dangerous, hot and bothered, but like, I hope I'm not five miles from where I think I am. I hope I'm only like a mile from where we need to stay. So, you know, stop, pull out the phone, double check things. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about where I thought I was. Okay. We're good. You know, just got to make sure, you know, going to have to turn this way. Eventually this road is going to run into that road and I, and I know where I'll be. All right. So you got that. You got that as an option to prevent you from getting lost or at least maybe bail you out if you get lost. But we've also, a lot of us have various forms of technology. There's so many apps out there, whether it's map my run, whether it's your smartwatch, even where you can actually program your route, right? Whatever type of, of app that you use, you might be able to, or, or watch or whatever, to keep track of where you're going, double check the features. And if you got the kind of the base model, maybe you don't have this feature, but I'm pretty sure my Coros will do it. I'm way too lazy to ever pre-program a route. Like there is about a, a 0.0000001% chance that your boy is ever going to program a route in his watch, but pretty sure I can do it. You might be able to as well, where you can go in and just kind of, you know, this is where I'm starting from. This is where I want to end. I don't know if you can just tell it, I want to run seven miles and it'll tell you that, or if you kind of have to map it out, but you can do that. You can check Strava for local routes in the area that you're running or local segments, at least again, map my run, various other apps are out there. that can do that. And worst case scenario, maybe not worst case scenario, maybe the lowest tech scenario to make sure you don't get lost out there. Maybe not the most exciting to see as much a town as you want to see, but there's nothing wrong with a little out and back. The first time I, I ran here in town in Augusta, guess what my route was 100%. Out and back. Wanted to get about six miles, head out the door, turn right, straight shot to South Carolina. Cross the cross the border in South Carolina. I was at 2.6 or something like that. Well, guess we're going to be running into South Carolina a little bit. Kept on for another, you know, four tenths of a mile or whatever the exact math was. Watch hit three. All right. Turn around, dog. I guess we're heading back home. Easy peasy. Hard to get lost on an out and back because you literally have to run right. Like you turn around and you, you know, as long as you didn't make any, any random turns anywhere, which that would by definition, no longer be considered an out and back. Good to go. Good to go. So even when you're in a new place, even when you don't know where you are, there's, there's plenty of ways to avoid getting lost, looking for landmarks, using our tech or just a simple out and back can kind of help you just set your mind at ease. Hey, I'm not going to get lost. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. Another tip that, uh, has, has kind of come to my, my mind this week and even in other times as well, go where the people are. Now y'all know I'm not the biggest people person. I mean, not that I dislike, well, maybe I dislike people, but I'm definitely an introvert, right? Introverts, introvert. Um, but there's a certain sense of, of security. There's a certain sense of, of comfort factor 
when I'm running in a place where there's other people. My, my parents, I think I've mentioned this once or twice, where, where I grew up, we lived on a dirt road out in the country. It was fine. It was totally safe out there. But, you know, the, the roads don't have shoulders. The roads don't have street lights. Cars come zipping by at 60, 70 miles an hour. And a lot of times they're not thinking about pedestrians being out there. So they're not necessarily paying attention or looking for runners. So you really have to go out of your way with your, with your Knox gear, with your flashlights or whatever to make yourself stand out. Sometimes that can be a little bit, eh, you know, and depending on where you're staying, that might be the option. I get it. That might be the option. But if you have kind of an option to kind of maybe drive into town to run where the people are, I feel like there's a little bit more comfort in town. You might have sidewalks that you can get on. It might be street lights. There's people around. If you, if you find yourself lost and your phone doesn't give you a signal, you know, you can pop into the, to the 7-Eleven. You can pop into the McDonald's. Maybe you see somebody that's out walking their, they're walking their dog in the morning. Hey, I'm sorry to bother you. Could, could you, I'm, I'm a little bit confused on where I am. Can you tell me, you know, what direction this is? They'll help you out. Good to have some people around. Now, sometimes obviously the people can get yourself and maybe, maybe are a little bit sketchy. Maybe aren't always the safest situation, but that leads me to the, the final tip or final thing to keep in mind that again, both Rebecca and I have, have each commented on this in the last couple of days is that in general, people tend to be pretty friendly. Like I haven't seen a lot of folks cause you know, I'm out, I'm out and I'm back in by whatever, by seven fifteen, seven thirty at the latest. So like my runs are early. There's a little bit of foot traffic out there, but it's not, it's not super congested. There's some people going to, to work. So the roads are a little bit, you know, there's, there's cars, but I, I, I have seen a few folks out walking, walking on their way to work, walking to, to wherever, I don't know, wherever they're going. And like every person I've seen, and again, Rebecca made the same comment to me as well. Like, not that anybody was like super sketchy looking, but like, you know, I'm, I'm guilty as well. When I'm out walking, kind of have, you know, my, my resting Diz face on. Maybe not looking the most cheerful, but when I'm, when I'm out there with the dog and we're running or Rebecca's been out there running, you kind of get to, you know, get up close to him or whatever. Just, Hey, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Give him a smile. And to the person, every single one has smiled back, has said, good morning. Have a great day. Whatever. One, one gentleman told me, Hey, that dog is going to beat you home. I said, you darn right. He is, you know, we shared a laugh and I was on my way. Most people tend to be pretty friendly, especially if you, if you kind of lead with kindness, right? Like if, if you lead with kindness, you lean with a smile, lead with a good morning, a friendly wave. Like most people, even, even jerks tend to respond in, in kind, right? Tend to respond with a, with a little half-hearted wave with a, with a forced smile, maybe a, a mumbled good morning, which, you know, isn't great, but it's not nothing. Like most of the folks that are out there that you're going to come across in most parts of town where the people are like they, they they might be in their own world, but they're not, they're not out to, to chase you down, which again, and, and I don't mean to say that dismissively. And I recognize that I'm a dude and like, I recognize all those things, but like in general, be friendly. Most folks will be friendly. If you need help, most folks will help. All right. Last but not least, final thing to keep in mind when you're running in a new place, new location, someplace that's a little bit strange for you. Trust your gut. Trust your gut. And I know that's relatively, uh, and by relatively, I mean completely unscientific. I know that, uh, you know, I know what the stats are. I, I know, I, you know, whatever. All the things. But like, 
if you're out for a run and you, and you just have a feeling that something's not right or that you're not comfortable with the route that you took, then, then bail out. Trust that feeling. Trust, trust your gut. Turn around. Call an Uber. Cross the street. Whatever. Whatever it takes to get yourself feeling comfortable again. And if you're in a situation, location, past history, whatever, where just the idea of going for a run in whatever location that you're in that's out of your normal routine just doesn't feel right at all, then don't run. Nothing says you have to run. Nothing that I'm communicating today or at least trying to communicate today is trying to push you to go run in an unfamiliar location. I enjoy it. I don't know that Rebecca enjoys me going out for long runs in unfamiliar locations as much as I do, but I enjoy it. But there's been times, see the time when I was in Savannah and was definitely lost and was definitely like, like there was some sketchiness in the area. My gut was telling me, hey, dude, stop, stop just trying to run around in circles, pull out the phone, double check where you are. You know, trust your gut. Our guts are whatever that gut instinct. They're pretty, it's pretty good. Typically pretty well dialed in sometimes a little over, over anxious, but that's okay. Self-preservation. So if you, if you need to, to make a call, make a call. If you need to skip a run, skip a run. If you need to skip a week of runs, sleep in, do a little stretching, maybe a little bit of strength training, whatever, whatever the, the situation allows for you to do. But don't go out and feel like you have to force a run in a, in a new location, in a strange place where you're not feeling comfortable about it. That, those miles aren't, they don't matter. I don't care what race you're training for. I don't care when the race is. This, this sport that we do, this activity that we do, it's something that, sh- that should be fun, should be enjoyable, should be relaxing. And if you're, you know, just stressed out of your mind because of something about the location or the lack of sidewalks or whatever, then that's just not going to be a a valuable run. It's not going to be a good run. You're going to be, you're going to be tense. You're not going to be able to relax. You're not going to be able to have fun. So it ain't worth it. So that's to me, that's the most important tip. Yes. You know, plan your route in some way to as not get lost or at least have a backup plan in, in place in case you do get lost. Yes. That's a good idea. Yes, go where the people are because usually like that's where you might be able to find a bathroom. That was where the streetlights tend to be, where there's probably sidewalks, maybe some lower speed limits, probably a little bit safer than some like back country road where there's, where there's nobody typically, but when there is somebody like it could get sketchy real quick and nobody would be able to help you. And yes, most of the time people are, are, are friendly. They're willing to help out, help out someone in need. Like it's kind of, I feel like that's kind of something in general people tend to do. But the most important thing when it comes to running in new areas is that you're, is that you're comfortable. And if your gut's saying, uh-uh, then uh-uh is the right answer. All right? Something to think about. What do you, what do you think? What, what do you do when you're in a new place? What do you, what, what, what's your personal rules for yourself for your running? Let me know. Always, always love to hear. I, I know that, that maybe I'm on one end of the spectrum and there's a lot of, of, room between the other end of the spectrum and me in terms of just being cavalier and getting out there and not worrying about a thing. But what, what do you do when you're in, in a new location? How do you make sure that you're able to get some good miles in or not doing so safely, doing so confidently? 
what works for you at Dizruns on Twitter at Dizruns on Instagram. Of course, you can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, you can also, also head over to the show notes for today. We've got a couple memes, got a couple gifs, maybe have a link or two as well. Also have that comment section down at the bottom of the page where you can feedback. Let me know what I'm right. Tell me how ridiculous I am about just going out running with no plan uh, or whatever, whatever feedback you've got for me. I'd love to hear it. Dizruns.com slash 1071. We'll get you back there. Dizruns.com slash 1071. And also on the show notes for today, there is that little link for Patreon. Not saying, just saying. You can click the button, direct you right over to Patreon and say, hey, yeah, this, this clown's worth $3 or $7 or $25. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you think I'm worth $25. I'll take it. I'll be grateful. But whatever you think this is worth, if it's, if it's worth anything to you, uh, you, can, you can throw a couple shekels my way. Or you can head right there directly, patreon.com slash Dizruns. That works again, or that works as well. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Dizruns. Thanks once again today for jumping on board today and uh, joining, joining the other folks on the Patreon Express supporting the show. Appreciate you all very much so, very much so. So with that, let's go ahead and wrap this one up. And as expected, my five-minute Patreon, you know, read at the beginning ended up with a 25-minute, but it's really only a 20-minute episode. I don't care that it's 26, 27 minutes. It's only a 20-minute episode. Yeah, that's not how, that's not how time works, Diz. Anyway, uh, thanks, y'all, for the time. Thanks for the attention. Thanks for uh, listening in today. Hopefully, something to think about. Hopefully, maybe, something to help you be a little more comfortable going running in a strange place next time. Next time you're in a strange place, if it's a running day, of course. But anyway... Any thoughts, any feedback, let me know. Otherwise, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, taking... I already said all that stuff. Y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you.